Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. Everyone has an idea on the best way to solve the annual flood problem in Davenport. Well, now is the time for you to speak up. Davenport is learning to live with floodwaters, but everyone admits it could do better. The city in the process of developing a plan that could help the city better coexist with the mighty Mississippi River. And that plan is now looking for your input. We talked with Davenport's assistant public works director, Clay Merritt. So, Clay, what do you hope that this uh, flood study of 2021 actually accomplishes? Because, I mean, I looked at parts of it. It's really very comprehensive. Um, It is. So, in the end, um, our desired goal is by probably mid to end of the fall of this year, probably sometime around October, um, we're going to have a fully completed, finalized report um, to present to the city council and mayor uh, that in the end will provide recommendations uh, for flood mitigation strategy moving forward. Um, should the city council and mayor uh, approve that document, then we as city staff will then move forward into implementation of those um, of those various projects. Davenport has seen flooding since, well, before 65. You take 65, you take 93, and then you take all of the ones since then, including uh, uh, 2019. And, and it's like, haven't we studied this enough? Um, there have been some studies in the past. Um, I know uh, in the end, not probably not to the degree that we're looking at now, or if we've, we've done that, we probably haven't done that, you know, in the, in the recent past. Um, so this is looking forward, kind of the direction that we got from the community and that we got from our elected officials was to take a look at, you know, our entire riverfront, um, because in the end, your, inter- your interactions with the river will vary greatly depending on where you are in the city and what river stage you're in. So if you're in the East Village, you know, you're affected at a much higher river um, river level stage than you are if you're, you know, on the west end of Davenport or if you're in a residential homes that are located along Blackhawk Creek. So everyone interacts with it differently. So, you know, there's different mitigation strategies regardless of where you are. There's not a one size fits all um, solution across the board. And so what we required is an in-depth analysis um, and some and some recommendations uh, from a from an engineering firm who's who's used to doing this, and that's that's what we're in the process of doing. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the philosophy of Davenport over the last few years is protect what you can and let the river flow where it wants. Is that being drastically changed by this? I mean, there's been major changes in the in the Garden Edition. You know, the buildings that are downtown that are new are pretty well flood 
ready, I guess I would say. Even, even the ballpark is better protected than ever before. Um, and, that's, and that's part of uh, the conversation that, that we're trying to have with the community um, is, you know, when 2019 happened, a lot of times some people say, you know, that, you know, we should be protecting up to a higher level or a higher standard. Um, and we, that should be across the city. It should be in some people say it should be in certain areas. And then other people within the community think that, you know, if we can just refine what we're doing now um, and just kind of make operational changes and make some capital improvements along the way, that that'll be good. So that's part of this conversation. Um, I would say if, if people are interested uh, in partaking uh, or, or partaking in part of this conversation, uh, we, that's where we've, we're in our second round of public engagement. Uh, and that's where kind of what you referenced, uh, there's some pretty in-depth uh, recommended projects from our, our consultant. And it's to gauge the, the level of, uh, of interest from the city or from our, from our community on what those projects look like. Because we have them kind of broken up into three main sections. One is to protect to, as what we're calling incremental projects, protect the River Stage 18 to 22, 23-foot um, level. Um, those, you know, still cost a lot of money. Um, but in the compares, it's smaller compared to the larger uh, scale things. The, and that would protect you um, or provide protection, some level of protection for the types of floods that we typically see. Um, the second bucket is what we call the 100 year event, um, which is, is we're calling uh, River Stage 24. Uh, technically, it's uh, 23.6, but we you know kind of round it up. Um, so that 100-year event. So everyone's like, well, what does a 100-year event mean? It just it just means statistically you have 1% chance in any given year of reaching that flood level. Uh, and right now that's at 20, um, 23.6. So that's almost not quite a foot, but almost, um, you know, to the level of what we experienced in 2019. And then secondly, um, you know, if you're looking for a, you know, some of the community have called for this, um, have called for a full-on, you know, flood wall, for instance, um, or some form of flood barrier protection system. If in that case, you should probably look to FEMA uh, in terms of um, looking for specifications of what your minimum standard should be. Uh, and theirs is uh, built to a 100-year event plus three additional feet. So that's where you get that river stage 27. And so part of this portion of our study is having a communication or having a conversation uh, with the community about what river stage levels and what types of strategies they're looking for. Are they looking for us to continue doing the thing we've been doing, but making incremental improvements along the way? Or are they looking for something much more transformational in nature? And for those who don't remember, flood stages 15 feet, anything over 15 feet, and it flows out of the Mississippi River in downtown Davenport. We saw what a 23-foot crest looks like in 2019. We have no idea what a a 27 foot crest in reality would look like. I know you have you have it plotted out uh, on how it would affect a lot of the yeah. plans that you have that are options include things such as park berms, which would be just kind of uh, natural walls of, of uh, um, I guess it would be mud, grass, a, a bunch of different uh, uh, ingredients. Also, the thought of raising things such as River Drive to a certain level to act as a natural barrier as well. And then, as you mentioned, uh, either a large or a segmented uh, flood wall would be another possibility. One of the things that the communities downriver, and you know where I'm going with this, that they gave Davenport yep. so much credit, is because you didn't push the problem downriver, and you may have made other downriver communities uh, feel less of an impact because Davenport did accept some of that water. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's some of the 
kind of an, um, if you go through the, the engagement um, piece, um, I would actually recommend located on our website, there's about a 30, 32 minute video uh, that our consultant put together that kind of walks you through this process. I, I would say if you, if you can watch it, that it's, it's very informational, it's, it's very educational, um, especially the first like 10 to 15 minutes before they actually start walking through those projects because then you can see um, kind of some context. You can see um, the history of what ri those river, let, um, river gauge levels look like over time. And you can see that in the last 20 years, we, you know, we've experienced more intense events. We've, you know, longer duration of events. And some of our higher, um, our river levels we've, we've, we've seen have happened in that 20 years. So we know that's happening. Um, we know it's happening more often. And so that's kind of what level is the, is the city looking to, um, you know, provide some level of mitigation to as, as part of that. And they, that either comes in the form of, we kind of have four main, four main things, but it's, it's not everything. Um, one is um, repairs or improvements to the storm sewer system, basically that already um, let out into the Mississippi River. Obviously, the, the, the river can then come back up the other way. So it's, it's improving those things. Um, you know, oftentimes River Drive has water on it. I'll just use um, you know, the section of River Drive in Marquette as an example. We closed sections of that off, not because river is coming overland um, onto the I mean, onto the road. It's because it's coming up from the storm sewer system. So you can make those fixes and those repairs to help kind of mitigate, um, you know, maybe closing that road off instead of it river stage. I'm just going to throw something out there at about 14, 15, you know, 16. Maybe you could wait till river stage 20, for instance, um, before you have to um, to shut that particular section of road down. Um, as you as you said, there's there's other ideas too. Road raises, so you you know you you eliminate um, the water getting onto the road by just simply raising it a couple of feet. Uh, in certain areas, you could put earthen berm system up um, and or you know some form of um, a flood wall, and that doesn't necessarily have to mean you know from one end of the city to another end of the city. It can be very um, segmentalized. It can be specialized. It doesn't have to be unless the community wants it to, it can be as tall as it needs to be, um, depending on what that level of height we're trying to protect to. How can somebody uh, comment? Because you're right. I mean, if you look at that video, it's really a great explanation of where we have been and all the options of where we can go. What kind of input do you want from the public? Um, we're kind of just, um, one, we're interested in, um, we have quite a, as you mentioned, we've had quite a few recommend, uh, recommendations out there. We're, we call them alternatives. Um, we're interested in what the community's thoughts are on those alter alternatives, and you can actually uh, go through the, the online survey. We also have physical surveys um, available at all of our libraries um, that you can pick up if you don't want to do the online version. But we're interested to see your thoughts on some of those ideas. Um, likewise, we're also interested to see what your priorities are in terms of what um, you're looking for the city to protect. Um, once again, it's if you're looking for those more incremental projects, um, looking like, okay, let's continue doing what we've been doing, but do it better and do it and, you know, putting some capital um, uh, expenses towards that. Those are the smaller, the lower dollar figure ranges. Um, if you're looking for these large scale transformational um, projects, so let's say you want to, you know, protect to a hundred foot, uh, or excuse me, a hundred year event, plus maybe some more freeboard, you're looking for something that's more of those physical barriers. So you're talking your earthen berms, you're talking some level of flood walls. Um, and while that might be what people want, we also want to make sure we provide as much information as possible to the public because those options do come with a price tag and they are substantially higher in cost than to some of the other options on the incremental side. That's Davenport's Assistant Public Works Director, Clay Merritt. More details on the city's plan can be found on the city's website, 
DavenportIowa.com. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.